It's a Bobby Bones show. We're about to play you today's show. I hope you enjoy it as always. There is a new Bobby cast, like best of up, because of Dan and Shay's new record. We did two episodes, one with them individually, kind of learning their origin stories. And I hope you guys go and check it out. They're up on the Bobby cast today. First, Dan of Dan and Shay. Here's a clip of him talking about how they would make fake pizza CC's coupons on Microsoft Paint and use them. We're scammers. We made like fake coupons or we would find a coupon that was expired and we would change the date. So what we did is we made it like buy one, get one free CC's and then we'd be sitting in there and then they'd be like, uh, gentlemen, uh, we're, we're about to close the store. And we'd be like, what are all those pizzas up on the thing? Are you guys throwing those away? And they'd be like, yeah, we have to take them to the dumpster. And we're like, if we meet you out back, could we uh, take the leftover pizzas? We would literally eat off this pizza for like six weeks at a time. And as it became not really edible anymore, we would put it on the grill out back. That's how they they were struggling. Wow. Uh, So the Dan episode went up today. Right, Mike? Yesterday. Yesterday? Okay. And Shay is up today. So you can hear both of them. Shay said that he and Dan started just writing songs before they were a duo and one of the coolest moments was getting a song put on hold by Rascal Flatts the same night that they wrote it. I think we wrote two songs that day. And one of them got put on hold that night for Rascal Flatts. And for us, we're like, oh, things, things are heating up. We, they never cut the song or anything like that. But for us, it was just like, it was legitimately like Rascal Flatts heard our song. That was a huge, and as small as that you know, might seem now you know, in our minds, it, st- it was such a big deal. Amy's yelling what and humming over clips. But anyway... Go check them out. I was like, stop talking. We're, we're recording. Oh, I had no idea. The microphones are on. Um, so the humming was not part of the Bobby cast. <laughs> that was Amy walking in the room going, good for you. Happy and happy. happy. And I looked at her and I pointed at the mic and then she like turned the volume up on her humming. I thought like. you were like, sing more. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Anyway, check those out. They're up today if, if you want to do that. Um, there will be no post show because we have an interview we're about to do. And then Amy and I have a client meeting. And so we will be kind of tied up all day long. But we wanted to put this at the start of today's radio show. Uh, that's it. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Now turn it up. Hey. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's happening, friends? Thank you guys so much for waking up with us. Here's a voicemail from Sadie in PA. My fiance and I planned an entire trip to New York, and we just got on the date there website, and now it's not showing the Raging Idiots for TPM on Friday. It's showing Simple Life, and I'm just, like, really scared. We were really looking forward to it. I hope something didn't happen. Nothing happened. That's a different stage. We're on the main stage. Whew. Okay. We didn't get cut. So there's, like, side stages. There's, like, three stages at the fair. We had no, no, okay. don't turn the car around. Keep driving. No, we're all good. Because on Friday at 2 p.m., the Raging Idiots, Eddie, myself, our fantastically hilarious band, we will be playing the New York State Fair in Syracuse. Don't turn around, because you want to know we'll keep playing. Don't, don't turn, turn around. around. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see a new cry. Just, Just walk, walk away. Do you know who sings that? that I'm fe- Hold on. No. Ace of bass. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. I, I saw the sign. sign. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, hope everybody's good. Let's see. Here is a call from Cody in Texas. Cody, what's happening, buddy? Hey, so I just wanted to uh, say thanks to y'all because I dropped out of college not long after I got in, but y'all's show kind of inspired me to get back in, and now I'm 29, graduated with my bachelor's, and I'm getting my master's. Oh, wow. Good. Awesome. Look at this guy. Woo. All right. We can take that. 
So what do you want to do? What, what, what's your goal now? Um, the, the end goal is to get into law school and go into family law. To do what has inspired you to do family law? I just want to help, you know, women and children and even men that aren't able to really help themselves or get out of situations that they normally couldn't. Heck, man, that's great. Yeah, good for you. Appreciate that call, too. I'm, I'm glad we could be right, a, a, a small part of why you did that. That's pretty cool. Uh, one more call. Brian in North Carolina. Brian, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Hey, Bobby. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Look, I was, I was listening to Lunchbox trying to get you guys to buy his food for the Chick-fil-A. Um, and, and my mind went back to various things that Lunchbox has done where he's kind of gamed the system and he's always trying to take advantage of things. And I got to thinking, I think Lunchbox is a is a compilation of everything I've raised my kids not to be. Oh, go wow. ahead. Wow, okay. <laughs> Tell me more. Hmm. Well, you know, I just I just think about how, you know, uh, when I, when my mind goes back to the other day when when we were talking, or y'all were talking about him trying to um, vote buy food for the restaurant for recognition, trying to do things for recognition, trying to, you know, when it, remember when he was talking about he could you could go to pick up one of the food, pick up some food from like a DoorDash at a restaurant and not pay for it and things like that. Yeah, and. Uh, I kind of got to thinking, you know, he's just a combination of everything we raise our children not to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I guess, yeah, you could play, li- have your kids listen to our show and be like, this is what not to do. Well, anytime he says something <laughs> you, that you don't think they should do, shock them. So they, so they take that. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. not good. Pavlov's dog. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, okay. Thank you for that call. Have a good day. Guys. All right, Brian. See you later. Okay, let's go. Everybody's here? Everybody's feeling good? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, but we never said good morning, so I was waiting. I didn't? No. no. Oh, morning, studio. I, morning. morning. Some days I just come <laughs> fired out of a cannon, man. You guys can follow the show on Instagram. There's a lot of clips that go up. At Bobby Bone Show. Morgan just kind of cuts them up, and you can watch little segments right there on your Instagram feed. At Bobby Bone Show. Time for the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm reaching out to you for some quality advice, and I know there's no other place to get it than here. I recently allowed an old friend of mine to stay over as he is in between jobs and at home. At first, I thought he had multiple leads for a job in a new place, but it turns out that was not the case. A couple weeks into him living with me and me growing increasingly frustrated with his messiness and the living situation, he tells me he thinks his cat is pregnant. I tell him that's most likely not the case because she is spayed. Well, days later, the cat had four kittens in my closet. Oh my God. And I only found out when I got home from a long day of work. In the middle of us arguing about it, I told him he has until the end of the week to find a new place to stay as I have a territorial dog. I'm also allergic to cats, and I'm very frustrated with him being there. Was I wrong to give him such a short amount of time to find a new place? Should I have let him stay longer despite the situation? Let me know what you think. Thanks. Dedicated podcast listener. How long was it did she give him? I don't know that it's a girl. Oh, or, well, he... Was it a week? Yeah, yeah, it was a week from the cats being born in the closet. A week is not that a lot of time. Well, he also brought a cat to the house. That wasn't mentioned until the cats were pregnant. Yeah, until <laughs> hey, my cat's pregnant. You got a cat here? What a mess! That's what I, yeah, it's uh-huh. it's a mess. Yeah. Um, I I feel like a week's probably a bit short. I'd have probably thrown him two weeks. Yeah. 
two weeks lets him, you know, kind of take in that, oh, crap, I got to move. I got to find a place. But I would have given him two weeks with a one-week option on the back end, like a secret option of him to stay an extra week if he needed it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's like in negotiation, you go, oh, I'll give you $1. But really, I'm going to give up to up to 150 And then you go, I'm going to give you two, and I'm about $1.25. But I know I'm going to go up to 150 <laughs> if I need to. So I would I, I would think you say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you two weeks, but really you don't get angry even if you can't find a place in that third week. But it is. To find a place to live one week's cutting it pretty really close. Hard. Yeah. And especially if you have five cats. I also understand. Well, no, not. The cats make me want him to leave earlier. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying. If he's allergic and he's got. But yeah. I would say that the cats were definitely a, uh, something I wasn't expecting and neither was he. Mm-hmm. And what if he's getting sick because of the cats? He's allergic to them. Yeah. What if his dog ends up attacking one of the cats? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Territorial. I get it. So I would go back to him real quick and say, hey, listen, I, I was upset about the cat thing. You take care of these cats, but I'm going to give you till, you know, September 7th to find a new place. And I bet you he finds a new place before that, and then you also get to keep your friendship. Because one week, you cut it at one week, you're probably not going to be friends after that. You're just upset about the cats, bro. I bet those kittens are cute. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to think about anything else other than the cute kittens. Except if you're allergic and you can't think about the kittens, (laughs) because then you'll sneeze. (laughs) True. Uh, Yes, I would say give them three weeks, not one. Amy, anything you want to say there? I mean, yeah, you need to give them more time. You can't give them one. You did allow him to live with you. It's not like the guy just squatted in your place. Mm -hmm. If you allowed him to live with you, you were open to him being there and open to just not kicking him out on his his butt. Yeah, and if there's maybe anything you can do to try to help him (laughs) find a place, that might expedite it. I think he just helped him. He gave an ultimatum. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thank you for the email. You guys can email us. All you have to do is hit us up, mailbag at bobbybones.com. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. They did a study on the most popular band tees. I would have thought Nirvana would have been number one because I see a lot of the smiley face. Oh, yeah, with the X's as the eyes. Yeah, the Nirvana smiley face yeah, tee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't make the top ten. It, did, it was like number 12 or so. So I have the top 10 band tees. I will play you the artist. Tell me if you can name it, Amy. Oh, I probably have a lot of the tees. All right, here, number 10. Ariana Grande? Number 10 is Ariana Grande. Can't say that I own that one. Number nine. That is Prince. That's Prince, nice. Good. Number eight. Me. Who's that? Golly, my sister did a lyrical dance to this what? in high school. I, I remember some of the moves, but I don't I don't know who this is. Oh my gosh. No guess? Um uh, no. I mean, I want to save some. You may of have my... never even heard of them. Okay. Is are they really big? You're lying. Uh, I'm embarrassed, Bones. And the you it's the Beatles. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Number okay. seven, most Carry popular on. band tees. I know this song. Do they have a bigger one than this? <laughs> they have a lot of songs. Well, this uh, might have been their first number 
Billboard charts weird. First major pop song that crossed over. I mean, it's a big one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Bowling for Zoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> he knows. It is right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So far, you're only 50% here. I quit. Number six. That's Bob Marley. Bob Marley. There you Good. go. Thank you. Number five. Name that band. I feel like I had this CD. Uh, I don't know. Matchbox 20. It's not right. Who is it? These- Green Day. Okay, yeah. See, this wheelhouse of like Foo Fighters, Green Day, I was never, that was not, so I did not have this CD. I take that back. You're only 50% right now. I know. I'm so glad I got Ariana Grande and not the Beatles. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, this is embarrassing. Oh, this feels like Eddie music. What? <laughs> we mean? don't need no education. What do you mean by Eddie music? I don't oh, know. It's like old. your vibe. I thought that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't. Um, the, you, you might have a T-shirt. Really? Maybe. Led Zeppelin. I don't know. No. I'm trying to think. Uh, Pink Floyd. Okay. No, I don't have Pink Floyd. Okay. I have lead. Okay. <laughs> lead. If I showed you a picture of Led, would no. you know who he is? No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. You know who he is? No. The only probably in that genre I could identify would be Steven Tyler, because uh-huh. he's come in here. We met him. And Kiss, because they're all dressed up with a... But that's probably about it. So if I showed you Mr. Zeppelin, you wouldn't know who he is? No. Okay. All right. Is, there's not, is there not one? Is that why you're saying that? What do is you there mean? not a Mr. Zeppelin? No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. It's a band. Uh, okay, here we go, number three. Another one bites the dust. Come on, Amy. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. I need another a hand. Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey. Don't get to do. But you don't know who it is? No. Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Taylor? Huh. Elizabeth Smart? Queen. Queen? Oh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, that's Queen. Yeah. Duh. You're not doing very good. Uh, I know. Well, no, the number two most popular band to tea. Uh, dream on, dream on, dream on, dream on, dream on. That's Aerosmith. That's Aerosmith. Good. Yeah. Nice. That's my boy, Steven. And the number, this is the most popular one. So you should, I even have one of this next band. Okay. If you get this, you're at 50%. Come on, Amy. Come on, you can do is it. Is it Guns N' Roses? Oh. Wow. No, no. Is it not? No, it's what is it? ACDC. Oh, yeah. If you had played Back in Black, I wouldn't have gotten it. You would, right? you would have gotten it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For ACDC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Duh. That, that's not my strongest showing. What tees do you have? You have Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. You have Lead. Lead. Mm-hmm. You uh, have Eagles. I think I've seen you wear that one. Yeah, I probably have the Eagles. You have a I've, couple that I've, I've given you. Elton George John, Strait, George Strait, Barry, Barry Manilow. Manilow. Yeah. Um, Those are the ones I gave her. <laughs> nice. Oh, I have Kiss. You do? Yeah. 
Um, uh, one that starts with a D, I think. Dua Lipa? The Doors? The Doors, yeah, that's the it. Oh, okay. that's cool. Yeah, I don't have no idea what they sing. She has- oh, man. <laughs> Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The mentors were announced for the upcoming season of The Voice. Jason Aldean will mentor Kelly Clarkson's team, and Dirk Bentley will mentor Blake Shelton's team. The Voice returns on September 20th. Lady A's Charles Kelly remembers hearing Like a Lady for the first time after Hillary Scott sent it to him. The first time I was like, oh, that's nice. It's kind of fun. It's kind of catchy. And then I just kept listening to it. It was such a little earworm. Then you went for a run. I know. And I just listened (laughs) to it over and over again. I said, I know you might be surprised as a man how much I like this song. But I said, (laughs) I think it's a hit. And we've got such a strong female fan base, too. And I just knew it would resonate so much with our fans. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Willow is an eighth grader from Rhode Island, and she didn't spend her summer going to camp or vacation or whatever. What she did was start a GoFundMe page called Backpacks for a Cause. And this provides backpacks, school supplies, and water bottles for kids that are less fortunate and going back to school and don't have supplies. So she's going to hit homeless shelters and all that to distribute these backpacks. You guys had to buy our school supplies? Yes. Amy, you said that in kind of an up. Ed, you said that in kind of a down. Yes, it's a lot of money. Is it because you have four kids? Yes. Well, only three of them are going to school now, but yes, it gets pricey. Shoes, you're talking clothes, you're talking backpacks, lunch boxes, uh, all stuff like that. Yes, it gets expensive. What's the worst part of it? All of it. What do you mean? Clothes (laughs) and shoes, because the shoes are hard because their feet, they grow so fast. It's like, we buy shoes and we're good. We're done growing. You buy your kid shoes, it's like, oh my gosh. And they don't want regular shoes, Bones. They want LeBron's. Mm-hmm. They, they want, want Steph- Air Jordan's. Every basketball player has a shoe. You know this? Yeah. And <laughs> they want those shoes. <laughs> what was the shoe that your kids wanted? Uh, they wanted LeBron. One of them wanted LeBron's. And then one- once one gets a LeBron, the other two are like, no, no, well, I want Curry's then. And then the other one, I want James Harden's. So we had to get them three different ones. And what did your kids want? We got the new high top Converse that are platform kind of. They're, I don't know, they're a new, brand new Converse situation. So that's what my daughter wanted. My son got Nike Air, whatever. I don't think they're a specific player. Well, we need to tell him about what players got the best shoes, right, Eddie? <laughs> yeah. I guess. A little bit on Amy. You'll find out. Hey, what was that girl's name again? Her name is Willow. Willow, good job. That's awesome on you. You're only a kid. You're already making a difference. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Kayla wants to watch Sons of Anarchy, which is a show from forever ago. I never watched it. I'm sure it's good. So good. But I don't want to go and watch a show from 10 years ago. There's so many good shows on right now, and I feel like two-tiered. One, that they just keep making better type shows. And two, I need to watch the new stuff just so I can kind of know what's going on with this radio show. And so she's like, let's watch Sons of Anarchy. But it's not one season. It's like, it's a lot. I know, but that's a show that I would be, if you were starting it right now, you know that feeling you get where you're jealous that someone's starting something that's so awesome? Like, I would have that for you. It's so good. It's seven seasons long. Yeah. I don't know oh. if I can do it. We just finished watching Hacks on HBO. That's so good. It's good, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's she funny. liked it. She's watching Virgin River oh. on Hulu, and, she's, and she says it's the best show she's seen in a long time. I just kind of sit by and work and don't really pay attention to it, but she's watching that. I watched the Woodstock 99 documentary, which I thought was pretty good. Mm. Where is that? It's on HBO. Okay. It's about how Woodstock 99 was a disaster of a music festival. Mm -hmm. I watched Malice in the Palace on Netflix. Oh, I heard that was good. It's fantastic. It's the greatest. 
If you're an NBA fan, if you're a sports fan, Malice and the Pals is great, especially if you remember <laughs> that fight that happened. But I just don't want to get back into an old show. Are you dealing with anything like that? Yeah, my family started Lost. Oof, really? Yeah. We're four episodes into season one. Stop. And I never watched it back in the day. I know it came out in like 2004 or something, but I could n- I never Lost, got huh? into it. But right now we're like, they're in the, the plane just crashed and I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I none. never watched Lost. I did. But, but I always wished I would have. Because by the time I was like, oh, that seems so good. You could only get it on DVD. Yes. And it was like halfway through season two, and I just never got into it. Did you watch all of it? No, I quit. I think, I think season four I quit. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It was almost like they ran out of ideas, and then the, the plot started to get lost. And that happened, I'm like, I'm out. Like, I don't even, I, I remember he, hearing people talk about, like, the ending being terrible. Like, okay, I didn't, stop. I, I didn't watch it. Okay. I never even watched it. Did anyone watch Lost on this show all the way through? My wife did. She went back last year and watched it because she quit after season two. She's like, I got to go back. You watched it all the way through, Mike? Yeah, I've seen the entire thing. I loved it. Okay. Oh. I can't wait now. I was I was on the fence, but I trust Mike D. And Lunchbox's wife. So mm-hmm. you recommend her to watch the whole thing? I say watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. And, I mean, I guess my kids are watching it, too. Is that okay? It's a network Good for show. kids, right? Yeah, it's ABC. Well, I don't know if that's something I'll be getting into long. No There's too many good shows on right now. Oh, I know. Trust me. But, like, as a family, we can't ever agree on anything. Yeah. So when that happened, we were like, I was like, well, I guess we're doing this. And we watched the four of episodes in one evening. Four, we watched four hours of Lost? I mean, yeah. We, we fell asleep during the fourth episode, but we got there. Mike, did you watch that Ryan Reynolds movie this weekend? Yeah, Free Guy. How was that? It's pretty good. It's basically like Wreck-It Ralph meets um, The Truman Show. Okay. So it's like this video game character. He finds out he's in the background of like a Grand Theft Auto video game and then tries to save his world. It didn't sound like something that... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot funnier than it was. Like, I like Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, but I felt like he was kind of doing the exact same thing. So I felt like it was more geared towards kids than me. So you give it... Three out of five uh, gamer tags. Eddie, you watch Space Jam? I did. You're going to tell Mike he's right or wrong? I'm going to say, Mike, you're wrong. I mean, it's not the best movie in the world, but I watched it with my kids, and they loved it, and I feel like it's compatible to the first one with Michael Jordan. I don't think LeBron was really, really bad. I mean, he wasn't great. But it is what it is. It's a dumb basketball movie with Looney Tunes, and like, I, I enjoyed it. Did your kids like it? Yeah, they, they loved it. And they liked the Michael Jordan one, too. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Correct. If your kids liked it, right. All right. Uh, there's a lot of recommendations right there. We'll put that up in one little blurb for you. Uh, if you go to bobbybones.com. <laughs> Gary LaVox just got on Cameo. Our friend Gary LaVox from Rascal Flats. How much do you think Gary charges? Um, one hundred. $220. Oh, nice. wow. He Good should. for him. Yeah, because he probably will get a little rip, like a song oh, in there. Oh, for sure he's going to sing, right? Like he'll on run. It? Yeah, how irritating would it be if you got a Cameo from a singer and they didn't sing a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Cameo, well, this is not a commercial, by the way. I'm not on Cameo. Um, over or under $100, okay? Jimmy Allen. Under? Yeah, that's tough. I'm going to go a little over. Oh, $80. Ah, 
80 bucks. That sounds about right for him. That's pretty expensive, yeah. though. 80 bucks. He'll get there. For him. <laughs> no, for him. I mean, it's for, well, if Gary Lavox is charging 220 and Jimmy Allen, newer artist, great guy, good voice. But, but what I makes mean, this so hard, though, is that, like, if they want to do a lot of them, they're going to charge less. But if they want to do just, like, 10 a week, they can charge a bunch of money. Tracy Bird, who you may know from Watermelon Crawl. Yeah. Sweet red wine made from hmm. the biggest watermelon. I want to say under, but I feel like, to Eddie's point, this guy's probably like, I don't really want to do this, so over. <laughs> I'm going to say under. People might have to Google his name. What? Under. He's not the most famous Tracy in country music. That's, that's that would be correct. Tracy Lawrence. Lawrence, that's right. Any or other Tracy, what's the big guy? Oh, Trace Atkins. Yeah. The big guy. Uh, Tracy Bird <laughs> charges 500 bucks. What? See, see, he's someone that only wants to do like that's, one a year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Tyler Hubbard of FGL. Over. Yeah, baby, over. Over, 125, over, yeah. Carly Pierce. <sighs> she's tough. I feel like she's in the Jimmy Allen realm. Under? I'll go under. Carly Pierce, $50. Yeah. If you she could get charge a, more. If you want to get a Carly Pierce cameo. Yeah. Let me give you a couple more here. How about Josh Turner? Baby, let them doors and turn them. Justin B. Okay. Huh. Man, that would be kind of good because he'd be really deep. Uh, hun- under. Under 100. I say over 100. Josh Turner charges $199. Yeah. Dang. All right, it all comes down to this Atta one. Because I haven't been keeping score at all, but we're going to make. <laughs> all right. It all comes. This one's worth five points. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Evans. Mm. Over or under $100? Over. Yeah, she hasn't done much in a, in a while, but she's still got that name, and people know who she is. Give me over. Okay, there you go. Over it is. Okay. How about Rodney Atkins? If you miss it, you're out. Rodney Atkins. I saw him gamble in Vegas one time. The dude likes to gamble. Give me over. Oh, wow. I, I, well, I guess just to make the game more fun, I'll go under. Rodney Atkins charges 250 bucks a cameo. Ooh, that is only game Ray, don't you Vegas. think that's a little much? You're the cameo guy. Yeah, I, I mean, Eddie nailed it. The higher they are, <laughs> the less videos they want to do. My price is pretty low because we enjoy doing them. And I'm not trying to do highway robbery. I think 35 is a good price for a cameo. Mm. Two-minute video. Is it highway robbery, though? Like, if someone's I willing to pay it. People know what they're getting. Right, yeah, right. I mean, it's like... Yeah. If, I have the app. I've bought a few cameos. Yeah, I bought one from Hamlet the Piggy or whatever. Huh? The Hamlet the Pig. We bought one from Ray and Bay for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, paid money for it. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a Chipotle employee working at a Baltimore location threw a pair of scissors at a customer. I saw this. Yeah, the meal was late. Like... The person had ordered it, Anthony Mm. Evans, he's like 56 years old. He's waiting there for 20 minutes for his mobile order. He asked about it twice. I mean, it feels like to me, he was just curious about where his food was, but this employee was not having it. Is she the manager? Is she the manager? Now I'm calling the police. That's exactly who to call it now. Threw scissors at her. That was that. At him. She threw scissors at him. Yes. I know. I just kind of had a rough day. It makes you think, too. Like, I saw that. I mean, had a rough day. <laughs> said that real fast. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's a rough day. <laughs> yeah. That's you. flips your lid if you're throwing scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially at someone you don't know. That No, 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 no. Not especially. <laughs> what do you mean? You I can't mean, like, throw scissors home, at someone. Not scissors, but like. I've That's th- a weapon. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I've thrown things, but not at people. Okay. But at home. 
It feels, sometimes it feels good to throw things, but she should have gone back to her manager office and just thrown something. But that wasn't her point. She wanted to get him mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But what she, happens she to she her? Had some rage. Well, yeah, I don't know exactly how she's going to be punished for that, but I'm sure she's... Probably not working at Chipotle anymore. No, no, no. And I'm sure he could press charges if he wanted to. And I saw an article, too, that Starbucks employees are getting, like, super annoyed at all these customized drink orders. And they're, they've had it. So the I just, egg one especially. Yes. Where they're asking people to, to make the put the eggs in there, like, blend up the eggs. The egg Gosh. bites. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Which sounds disgusting. Yes. Yeah, Which, by like, the way, stop it. It's gross. <laughs> that's what the employees are saying. They're like, it's excessive. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. And so I just want to keep them keep them happy. They're in charge of your drinks. A UFC fighter stopped a man from stealing his car in a Denver parking lot, which that's just the, it's always ironic when someone's stealing something or breaking into a house and a UFC fighter lives there or drives the car, which is what happened. This guy went into the gas station to get something. A man hopped in his car and kind of looked at him like, I'm about to get away with this. But he wasn't fast enough. The UFC person was able to open the door, pull him out, punch him. Yes. I was, I was listening to the guy who, who owned the car. And he said, when he started backing out, he was like, ah, sorry, bud, got your car. Yeah. And he said he was looking at me with no remorse whatsoever. He goes, well, I got the door open. And then I started to pound him, pulled him out of the car. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, that tune changed real quick. Yeah, repeatedly. Uh, the UFC fighter is Jordan Williams, by the way, so shout out. And then lastly, Tim McGraw, he said he can't watch his daughter's kissing scene in his new music video. It's his youngest daughter, Audrey, and she's the female lead. It's for uh, 7,500 OBO came out last week and he loves his daughter but it's hard to see her kissing do you know what 7500 obo means i don't it's how much he's, they're selling the truck for or obo or best offer i'm selling up 7500 oh, or best OBO. offer yeah oh i get it now eddie we were at a friend's house and the, the songwriter who wrote this played it in a round we were passing the guitar around really yes I didn't realize that. It was the first time she'd ever played it. Wow. Or like in a group like that. She I goes, remember I just that. wrote this song and then she played 7500 OBO. And I was like, oh, that's good. And everybody's like, wow, that's cool. But then I thought, how come I don't know this song? Everybody's acting like it's a big deal. It's because McGraw, I just cut it and now it's a single. Did you hear it on the radio and then put that together or did you know that then? I remember her singing it. And then I saw that it was Tim McGraw's new single, and I was like, oh, that was cool. I heard her play that. <laughs> that's awesome. It's my backyard. All right, is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. The Olympics have come and gone, but there's a great story coming out of the Olympic Village. There's this guy from Jamaica, and he was in the 110-meter hurdle final. And he got on the wrong bus and ended up at the aquatic center. Oh, no. And so he has no way to get to the track. And so he meets a volunteer and she's like, I can't really do anything. And she gives him money for a taxi. He takes a taxi. He wins the gold medal. Wow. And so he goes on social media and tells the story. And they find the volunteer. And the minister of tourism in Jamaica has offered her an all-expense-paid trip to Jamaica. Wow, that's really cool. What kind of trip? All-expenses-paid trip to Jamaica. Oh, that's yeah. That's pretty cool. I thought he said all-expensive-paid trip to Jamaica. Because <laughs> oh, it, it would be expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, but how yeah. cool is that? That this volunteer is going to get to go on vacation to Jamaica all because she paid for his taxi. That's pretty cool. He won the gold medal. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did. If there's not a Disney movie after that, I don't know what. Hey, it'd probably be Bluey in the trending. And how lucky that it was a Jamaican athlete and not like another country. Oh, like a terrible country yeah. like <laughs> Romania. <laughs> 
<laughs> why is that? You go, why Romania? Go to, you get a vacation. Well, Romania is not going to win a, a spreading award. I don't <laughs> I'm think. Just saying, Jamaica's a nice or place. Or like Belarus, isn't that a country? I don't know what it is, but it sounds terrible. I think pretty much any country except maybe like the Middle East, I'd have been well, up for. They, they were competing too. Oh, interesting. You're from Iraq. <laughs> you get an all-expense trip to Iraq. Gosh. Uh, I'll pass. Yeah. All right, that's hey, that's an awesome story. Do we know their name? Her name? Her name is Tiana, and his name was Hansel Parchment. Hansel Parchment won the gold medal. Yeah, and then Hansel Parchment. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I guess that's how you say. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. That's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. To all of our friends in upstate New York, Syracuse especially, Eddie and I will be there Friday. Woo. We're 2 p.m. playing at the uh, the Great Fair of New York. So you just got to get into the fair. That's the only admission ticket the Raging Idiots are playing. So pretty pumped about that. That is Friday, 2 p.m. Over to Amy now with the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What do you call a hen that is looking at a pile of lettuce? What do you call a hen that's looking at a pile of lettuce? A chicken sees a salad. Chicken sees a salad. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. On the phone is Susan in California. Hi, Susan. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. I just wanted to know if maybe you broke your no alcohol rule and had a little bit on your honeymoon to test it out. No. We walked into the room, and they had a big bottle of champagne. Both nights, actually. After we got married that night, because we went to a hotel. Because we got married at home, we knew people would just be around the house all night, like cleaning up. And so we just went to a hotel and stayed. And then we did not leave for our honeymoon the next day. We went back to the house, kind of gathered our belongings and feelings and ate and left a day after. We landed, went to the hotel, and there was another bottle of champagne. But I don't drink. I, I've never had a drink. And that bottle was there when we left. And Caitlin drinks a little bit, but she doesn't. She didn't like whatever Moet, Moet. Oh, the champagne they were Yeah, have. whatever they had there for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. We didn't drink it. It sat there for three days. Oh. So I don't. Alcohol, they reused that, right? Or I don't know because it was in ice, and then oh. by the time we left, it was in like some stinky water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, 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 I didn't. I just I don't even like the smell of alcohol, and so I would like to be able to just relax and be like, oh, because apparently that's what alcohol does. Yes. Yeah. Relax. Depending. You. Like, what's the good thing about alcohol, Eddie? Uh, it takes the edge off of things. Yes, like if you if you are just worried about like I don't know, I'm, this is this environment stresses me out a little bit. One drink, bones will loosen you up, and next thing you know, you're just having a good time with everyone. Like it's just if you're worried about anything, one drink. I'm not talking about getting drunk. Some people get drunk, yes, but I don't. But, I, but I don't do that. I go zero or I go a hundred. Right. right. So that's why you'll so... be a mess. So you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you could ruin your life. I feel like, though, now I'm 41, I could probably dabble. Where are you at with that? Like, where are you at mentally with that? Because you have always said, like, ah, maybe. even some Right point now, I have no need. Oh, I have quite the streak going. I'm the Cal Ripken yeah. of not drinking. So, but I just, I don't feel like I need it. I would like to be able to relax in certain social situations because I'm not very good socially. If where there's a gathering and I don't know everybody there, and it's just like you're, I don't feel, I'm anxious. I'll just... Yeah, if you were able to just have one, then that would be fine. But since, you know, it's likely that you won't, then you've got to just maybe practice breathing to relax. Yeah, don't work either. (laughs) Maybe. So, Susan, I did not have any champagne. 
even to just have a drink of it, it just smells bad to me. And mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to do it just for a drink. If I'm going to do it, yeah, I'm gonna, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to drink. Drink. Not drink. Like pina colada? I, I don't know. But can you, is there anything that you don't taste alcohol in? Yeah, pina, pina colada. colada. Now we're talking. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I threw that one out there. Uh, Susan, the answer is no, I did not drink. But thank you for calling. All right. Thanks, Bobby. All right. See, see you later. A new study has shown that heavy drinking just six times a month reduces the chance of a new college graduate landing a job. Wow. If you they say if you heavy drink, it actually alters your brain to accept lower standards, you become less ambitious, so college students are drinking all the time. Hmm. They actually be, don't work as hard. Wow. Hmm. I guess if it's you start drinking early on cuz I feel like well, at least on TV, I see a lot of super successful people that drink a lot. <laughs> On TV, but I think, but I do think socially it is what people do. Yes, everybody drinks. Yeah, and like you go, yeah, you have you go to a meeting, a work event, whatever. You're drinking. I also fake it. Mm -hmm. I don't go somewhere and be like, "Mm -mm -mm, don't be drinking. I'll have a little glass, and sometimes I'll get a. like a mojito, a virgin mojito, and yes. they even have them put like the salt stuff on the outside oh, or, or, or a margarita. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do that too. People, and I'm like, cheers. I do like that about you though. Is like I can drink around you and not feel like you're gonna oh. be upset. You've There's never no felt judgment, right? You've it's never just been about like me because I know I'm about to be butt naked. If I have three drinks, <laughs> we're going streaking. I'm butt naked, covered in silly putty, and I don't know where I got any of it. But that's just a good reminder, like you sharing that, like that you just to not comment on whether or not someone is drinking or not. Like, if you offer someone a drink and they say no, like, you don't have to make a big deal about right. it. Right. Because if they're saying no, they're either saying no because they don't want to drink or maybe they have a drinking problem and then you're just making it awkward. It's just like, let it go. People will go, oh, you're not drinking? And, I, and mostly I'll go, oh, not tonight. I had a rough one last night. <laughs> That's often my... <laughs> so, breaking news, Lunchbox had to call 911 again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. He's getting a little <laughs> too into this. So, how many times do you think you've called 911 in the past year? Oh, man, I, at least three or four or five, maybe six times. I don't know. Six I don't know times. I've ever called 911. I don't know. <laughs> We're in August. Yeah. <laughs> you love it. Admit it. Oh, man, it is so fun. The adrenaline starts pumping. When you hit those three numbers and you are expecting what? them to answer, you're like, wow, here I go. My time to shine. So why did you call 911 this time? So I was out on a walk with my two boys. I'm pulling the wagon, and we're approaching a four-way stop, and I... I look to my left because we're going to, you know, c- cross the street and I see a truck coming and it is flying. I'm like, there's no way. And it, whoom, right through the four way stop, doesn't even hit the brakes. And I yell, hey. And then he goes, one house, boom, boom. What? Hits two parked cars, loses a wheel, and comes skidding to a stop, one house down. And when I say skidding, I mean the axle is on the ground, digging into the pavement, so that causes him to stop. And I mean, I'm the only one outside. I'm the first one on the scene. What are you going to do? Run you, up there and give him help? You Well, I pull out the phone and I call 911. Yeah. And the person's just sitting in the truck. They're not moving. And the 911 operator says, are they pinned in the vehicle? And I said, no. And then the guy gets out of the truck. And I'm like, oh, man, you've been drinking? He's like, yeah, it's okay. We're all here. We're all here. And I'm like, no, you just hit two cars. He goes, it's okay. We're all here. We're all here. And they sent fire, ambulance, and police. And he stayed there, and he didn't get hurt. He had no injuries. The cars that he hit, 
Uh, just random cars on the side of the road? A couple cars parked in front of houses. And I mean, he ripped—I mean, ripped one back end off of a like a SUV, flattened oh, their tire. And this might have been the one case where it was justified to call nine one one. Absolutely, yeah, he, for hit, sure. he hit a, a minivan. I mean, it was it was loud too. And then everybody comes running out of the, the their houses, but I was already there. So I'm First just think, responder. I, I'm just thinking in your your mind, right? Yeah, you could have actually made the news with this. Oh, yeah, but no. no news came. No, no, no. But you could have. Oh. If after that happens and he gets out, you ran and tackled him and then beat him up, you'd have been like, he was driving. I ripped him out of his car, kept pounding him. <gasps> like no. you didn't want him to hurt anyone else. What? Right? He, he didn't get out of his car, finger quotes. You pulled him out of his car. Because mm-hmm. no one else saw it. And he hit two cars and he was drunk and he tried to get away. So you just kept pounding him. <gasps> uh. No, I don't like this idea <laughs> at all. Oh, no. I'm just being like uh, Lunchbox's devil's advocate of what he could have done. <laughs> Man, but it was awesome, man. Yeah. It was. It wasn't awesome. That wasn't awesome. It wasn't awesome, but I did have to call nine one one. But that was okay. I think that was a good nine one one call. Yeah. You did good, lunchbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're one for right. six. <laughs> man, and the people came out of their house and they were like, "Man, we had this happen three years ago. So a drunk driver hit our cars parked out front." What? And I'm like, like awful And they're luck. like, "You see that front yard? That's where the last one stopped." And I was like, "Oh, that's terrible." But yeah, I mean, going 45, 50 miles an hour, never hit the brakes, just, and it was loud. Boom! Yeah, to watch two cars hit each other, that always is tough. It's metal on metal. Mm-hmm. I was thinking yesterday, why don't they make like a rubber car? Make all cars rubber. So they just bounce off each other? They have like bumper cars. <laughs> so if you do hit each other, it just goes, Tong. you know, it's not near the collision. <laughs> and then people. <laughs> That's the sound. Have we thought about rubber cars at all? Nice job, Lunchbox. Am I a hero? Uh, no, no, you're not but, a hero, but, but you did something that needed to be done. And I'm thankful that, yeah, you, you and your kids are safe. Guy could have hit you guys. Yeah. Could have hit us. Could've I hit mean, he ran the stop sign. So what happened, Amy? Well, I'm in line at Starbucks, and the girl ahead of me is on the phone and clearly having a difficult time. And for what I could tell from the conversation, her boyfriend and her had just broken up. I don't know who did the breaking up, but it was very devastating to her. And she was very emotional and bawling, crying, but she really needed her coffee, I guess. And this Starbucks didn't have a drive through so that's not an option because, you know, that would be probably more ideal for her in this state. But, I mean, she continued on through the line, and she went right up, and she put the person she's on the phone with on hold, composed herself enough to say, you know, grande vanilla latte, and then continued back to the conversation and crying. And I felt so bad for her, but it was incredibly awkward. Like everybody in the Starbucks was like, is this really happening right now? Because there was no boundaries for like- She was full crying. Full on, distraught, but needed to get her latte. If that were you, what would you have done? I probably would not have gone in until I could compose myself or I would have paused the phone call completely because she was able to like pull it together to order her drink um, for like (laughs) 10 seconds. But I probably just would have waited in my car. Everybody's looking around like, are you guys seeing this? Yes. It just kind of was zero self-awareness of like, I'm clearly having an emotional meltdown right now. Maybe I should not subject everyone in Starbucks to it. Did you put your hand on her shoulder? No. Be like, hey, I've been, I've been there too. Her. I've been there too. No. No. No, I just let it be. I mean, I was trying to listen, but. <laughs> and what do you think happened by listening? I don't know. They broke up. She couldn't believe it. She, but but in my mind, she wasn't saying like, he dumped me. I started to think like, I wonder if maybe she had to break up with him. And that was even more difficult for her because she really wanted to be with him. That's the story I have in my head, but I honestly don't know. 
Maybe she's listening right now. <laughs> 877-77-BOB. <laughs> Tell us the whole story. I was at a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and we were sitting there like two tables over. A woman goes, and you didn't even tell me till right now? Ooh. And then she walked out of the restaurant. Ooh. And Caitlin and I went, uh, that's weird. Because it was just so screamy and in the middle of everybody, right in the middle of dinner. Mm-hmm. Where I think I'd have been like, hey, I'm going to go. I'm pretty upset about this. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get home. Yeah, but that's what you do. Yeah. I think sometimes, like though, you get into a part of your brain where, like, rational thinking is not an option any longer. I don't really get to that part of my brain. Right. Yeah. Well, some people. <laughs> yeah. And then they get there, and then their behavior is just so bizarre. I saw a woman. Eddie was with me. We were in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and she was mad about the rental car. And she started to get louder and louder and louder mm-hmm. with the person. And you know what I did? I got my phone here record. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was trying to like hide the phone angle. And Eddie's like, what are you doing? You're going to get caught. And I was like, no, no, no. When she goes full Karen, I'm going to have this and post this because this is going to be good. <laughs> so awkward. And she got right to that point but never crossed never, it. Oh, so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, disappointed. Yeah. The, that kind of thing, though, it makes me think like it's not really about the rental car. She's got other stuff going on. But good for her for not. Taking it. I don't know. She's there. pretty mean. <laughs> I think she was mad at the rec- she's, rental car. She's pretty mean and it was about yes. the rental car for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I just mean like if you're getting that angry and you can't have like understanding. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Danielle Argueta from California was in labor. She was going to the hospital. She realized, uh-oh, I ain't going to make it in time. So her partner stopped in front of the Merced Fire Department headquarters, which is where their baby made her appearance. Danielle delivered her baby right there in the car with help from the firefighters and Big Brother watching from the back seat. Man, those firefighters probably just chilling, having oh, a little yeah. dinner, eating spaghetti. For sure. Probably having fun sliding up and down the pole, like doing races. <laughs> They're like, we gotta deliver a baby. Quote, the only thing I remember was they gave me the baby. My son's in the back seat. He's kind of confused. He knew the baby was gonna come, but he didn't realize the baby was gonna be there. Luckily, everything went well. And the baby Daisy is healthy, weighing in at seven pounds, three ounces. Wow. Both mom and baby are doing well, and the family has returned to the fire station to thank the firefighters who helped deliver their daughter. You know what they named the kid? Blaze. That's <laughs> no. awesome. You're Just lying. kidding. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I made that up. Uh. Dude, I wonder, and I'm sure somebody could help me. Do firefighters train in delivering a baby? As in, like, do they have to be around one being delivered and not just learn about it, like, in a book? Scuba Steve, do you have something you want to say? So I, I went to firefighting school in EMT. What? And of course you did. Why not? <laughs> happening? And I was certified firefighter EMT, uh, top of my class. Um, but in EMT, they specialize more in the medical side. You learn in the classroom, but you can't get hands-on experience when you're doing ride-alongs. As a firefighter, you don't deliver a baby in person. No, not at all. No, you learn how to do it in the process. You watch videos, but you there have isn't to watch videos. videos. Now? Yeah, there isn't like yeah, you have to watch videos. There is no like live. Here's a woman who's pregnant. Let's let's try it out. Okay. So you don't like shadow a doctor. No, but you do shadowing in your in your schooling. But that's just you know luck of the draw. If someone has to be pregnant during that well, time, you, you're there. You think about it, Bones. Like if you're the mom delivering, you don't want like okay, hey, we're we're gonna have a firefighter to just try this out. This is his first time. He's gonna deliver. What if firefighter can be there and watch? Yeah, you volunteer your body to firefighters. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know and they do it for that. free. It's like a haircut <laughs> when you go to haircut school. They, yeah. cut, it, they cut it for two dollars and okay. I mean, uh, that's a great story. Uh, firefighters there in California. That's fantastic. The the Merced Fire Department. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Sometimes we'll do stories and people lose their cell phones and it falls to the bottom of a lake and somebody finds it a month later, they turn it on, it works perfectly. And I'm like, dang, that's really cool that it's that waterproof. 
I dropped mine on my cereal this morning. It's already <laughs> messing up. Oh. Your cereal? Really? How, how big is your bowl? It's a pretty big bowl. Oh. But I was reading Twitter over my cereal, and it slipped out of my hands. Mm. Yeah, right. And now I think it's already messing up. How come mine doesn't do like fall to the bottom of the ocean for a year? Yeah, I thought they were water resistant or Maybe something. Milk Maybe they're different. not almond milk resistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, probably not. Maybe not almond milk resistant. <laughs> probably. Uh, let's hear a voicemail from Sadie and PA. Hey, Bobby. I just got finished watching Breaking Bobby Bones, and I was just wondering, on the episode where you're having to climb the trees, what happened with your hip? Good question. That is episode 13 that went up on Disney Plus this uh, last week. It's called Up a Tree, episode 13. I climb up uh, my hip and my groin, but they didn't want me to talk about my groin on the show. Why? Is because, that, because is that ma- racy? It, I don't know if it's racy. I think oh. it just makes for a lot of jokes. <laughs> Oh. And because I'd hurt my hip and my groin. Uh nothing nothing happened long term. I was pretty injured for a couple of weeks. That was also the final episode we shot in the whole series. So if you check it out, you see that I do get injured in that episode. That's the only episode that I was injured and the medic had to come in during the show and stop me. But I'm okay. It took me probably two weeks to get back to normal. Did a little doctor stuff. All good. I bounced back just like a nineteen year old. Just kidding. Everything hurts. Still. <laughs> All right, let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A 29-year-old Tennessee man who rode on a school bus and walked into a high school has been charged with trespassing. A deputy was called to Granger County High School on Tuesday and spoke to Juan Perky, who told him he had ridden a school bus to the facility. Imagine you're like a 9-year-old. Yeah. And some 30-year-old gets on oh, the bus. Man. First, you would think it's someone's dad riding with them. But, like, a kidless man gets on. But, like, what does the bus driver think? Perky had been standing on the side of the road with papers and a binder. Hmm. So he was ready for school. <laughs> when a substitute bus driver saw him oh. and thought he was a student and picked him up. Okay. It was a sub-bus driver. There you go. Everything went wrong here that could have. <laughs> yeah, he picked a good day to try. Quote, it's not uncommon for the substitute not to know any of the students. It was the most unique situation we've ever seen. After he walked into the high school with other students, the teacher stopped him, took him to the office. Police were called. Why would you not run if you're the guy? Right. And <laughs> we're what- going to need to see in the principal's office. I'm going to school here. I'm out. <laughs> he just sits down. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, you got me. <laughs> he said school officials followed all safety protocols, but a safety team would be meeting to address additional security protocols. It wasn't immediate clear whether, immediately clear whether Perky had an attorney. Oh. Well, I just want to know why Perky wanted to go to school. I want to know why Perky had a gray beard and no one stopped him from being a bus. Yeah, it doesn't say why he wanted to go to school. But it did look like he was trying to fool them because mm-hmm. he had a binder. and mm-hmm. Maybe he lost a bet. Well, he had a trapper keeper. And they're like, I don't, we don't know what that is. But <laughs> like, kids don't even know what that is anymore. Americans waste over $70,000 during a lifetime on disappointing online purchases. Americans will spend an average of $899 a year on disappointing online purchases, which translates into $70,000 over the course of a lifetime. The most common purchases people are disappointed with include clothing, tech, and toys and kids products. Anything disappointing to you guys? Because I have ordered a Creed shirt, Human Clay from their album, Mm -hmm. and it was terrible fabric. And it was like they just taped the picture of the album on there. Ordered it from Amazon. No. Oh. I just ordered a lint roller thing from Instagram. Terrible. I thought it was going to clean all the lint off. I mean, the, the commercial that popped up on my feed of somebody using it. I was uh, like, this is amazing. They always look happy yeah. in the commercial. I'm like, look at how much it's getting off the clothes and the rugs and all the things. 
And I, nothing. Well, it's my cool. creature had also said unisex, but I got it. It was woman. Oh. It wasn't yeah. unisex. It was woman. <laughs> the arm sleeves for the cutouts, I could barely get my arms to it. I don't have huge arms. Yeah. But it's for small woman. And it was a Creed shirt, so that probably disappointed you too, huh? No, I, I'm, he I'm, likes I'm, I like Creed. Creed. <laughs> Exactly. Hater. Don't be a hater. I did get a chess board recently, and for my kids like chess, and it ended up being the, the size of my palm. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> you thought it was a full I thought size? it was a regular size one. No, it wasn't. A Los Angeles customer of a Chipotle restaurant says the restaurant is responsible for his first ever DUI. This is in a TikTok video. The drink in question was a certified organic hibiscus lemonade and wasn't supposed to be alcoholic. The customer says a police officer disagreed. Saying the officer said, open the container. It tested positive for alcohol. Chipotle has said they've talked to their beverage vendor and have a statement from them outlining the unlikelihood of this occurrence. The video has been viewed 1.4 million times, but we'll have to see if this Chipotle made me do it defense. I mean, mm, I don't know about he's this. just trying to be clever because I, <laughs> he's like, I had no idea. But that drink doesn't have alcohol no, in it. No, I didn't. Chipotle doesn't serve alcohol. And then, yeah, the vendor, why has nobody else come forward and said? They have like bottles of beer back there, don't they? In a the little fridge? I think they do. Dude, yeah, they but, might. But I don't think they oh. have it in that where you can just walk up and get the lemonade. No, Because I get the lemonade. What oh. we used to do in high school and college is just buy something like that lemonade and then put a little vodka in it and that's, there you go. But yeah. you can blame it on anyone if you do that. That's probably what he did, yeah. Chipotle made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Back in the day, Daniel Rawls found himself getting in trouble at a La Fagada Mexican restaurant in Houston, and he got into a fight with another customer. He suffered a head injury. Both of the people had been drinking heavily, which is how the scuffle ended up in court. He sued the bar restaurant, claiming they overserved both mm. men. Here we mm. go. Okay. Allowed them to leave together and then showed negligence by not calling an ambulance when things got ugly. Plus, the parking lot was uneven. The end result, he was awarded $5.5 million. Oh, my. Unbelievable. Wow. That's crazy. This is from the Houston Chronicle. Unbelievable. Wow. To me, it's wild that a bartender who's making whatever hour and tips and who has to watch a whole... is supposed to know when people are overserved. Yeah. No, because here's the thing, too. To Eddie's point of like pouring the vodka in yourself, when someone arrives, you have no idea how much they've had before or if they brought in any other alcohol and added it to their drink or like why? why or is, just keeping up with them. Exactly. It's, it's horrible. You don't go to school to monitor the pupils. I don't get it. Of folks who are drinking. It is wild to me that restaurants or bars can be in trouble for not monitoring someone. If it's extremely a blatant case where someone fell down drunk and the person's like, go get in your car. Mm-hmm. Then we should probably talk about it. But just in, that got made $5.5 million off that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm pretty sure I've seen Ray get declined at a bar. Uh, and that's okay to be declined. Yeah, because yeah. visually it's he was like not right. obvious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I'm saying if Ray just then went out and walked into a car, the bar shouldn't get sued because Ray drank too much. Right. That's Ray's problem. And then walked out into the street. I know, that's I've called been, being responsible. Yes. I've never understood that. Like, I'm, Whenever I hear that, I'm like, what are we missing? Like, why do we not see it the way... Like, people making these laws see it. There's a lot of those. Right. A lot of those where I don't see the same way that people <laughs> making the laws see I it. I know. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Their name is Denver, and they're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I oh. was confused by this. Yeah. Mm. The name is Denver. Hey, uh, Denver, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. You are named after the city of Denver. Um, Kind of, I guess. Okay, well, tell me what you want to say here. Well, I was just going to make a comment on the Trapper Keepers. 
um, kids do know what they are nowadays because it was on my daughter's school supply list. She had to have one. Everything old is new again? Is that what you're saying? I know. Yes, unfortunately. That's pretty cool. Trapper keepers were always... I mean, you get in the right folders and those things. Mm-hmm. You go and you pick out uh, <laughs> the Velcro. It was, <laughs> trapper keepers were awesome, man. Uh, okay, well, thank you for the heads up. I just want to be cool and hip. So, kids, go get you a cool trapper keeper this year. You get one too. Huh? Me? Yeah. I show up every day with a trapper keeper. Oh, with, great. With, with a sunset <laughs> on it. <laughs> All right, Denver, have a great day. Thank you. Bye bye. Let's go over and talk to Justin, who is calling us from Ohio. Justin, what's up, buddy? Uh, not too much. How you doing, studio? We're doing pretty good. What can we help you with? Uh, I've been listening to your show here, and I notice how you guys like to challenge one another and do games and stuff. Have you ever done the saltine challenge? What's that? Saltine crackers. You take 10 saltine crackers, one minute, eat them all, no water, nothing to drink. One minute to eat all 10. Can you do it? No. Can anyone yeah. on this show do it? No. It's probably. Yeah, it's, probably. Oh, it's gosh. Not, it's not, it sounds easy, but it ain't easy. Uh-huh. It's just crackers. I'll give you guys five to one odds, meaning. Oh. I know what that you means. You put 20 bucks up. Whoa. You put 20. Well, this is five to one odds. There's got to be a one. Okay. You put 20 bucks up, and if you lose, you give me 20 bucks. But if you win, I give you 100. Deal. Tomorrow? I'm in. 100%. Man, I don't like that, having to pay and to play. said tomorrow, lunch. You can practice tonight. I'm in. I mean, yeah. No, uh, next bit. Two bits from now. Do we have any crackers in the building at all? Well, they- uh, I can check upstairs. We have wait, a wait, wait. market up there. You said tomorrow. Well, but yeah, but we may do it today he, now. He wanted to train. Yeah, give, what? Me, give me five minutes. I'll check. We'll come back and see if there are any crackers. I can maybe just order some online real quick. They'll deliver here. Amy, you want in? I can't do it. I it's impossible. Believe in yourself. Yeah, with that cost you twenty bucks though. I know. See, I I don't want to lose. Okay, if we have any, we're gonna do it in the next segment or two. Okay, fine. Sounds so good to me. You're both in for 20 minutes? I'm in. Okay. I don't need to train. Justin, see what happens. You call. Mm. You give us an idea. We're 11, so now we have to do it. I'm going to lose money. Yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're, not, hundred bucks. they're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> hey, hey, negative Nancy. <laughs> All right, Justin, we'll come. Uh, we're going to try to do the bit today if we have crackers upstairs, okay? All righty. If not, we'll do it tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for uh, calling us. Uh, All right. Thanks, All right. bud. Bye-bye. <laughs> We have no crackers here, boys. Yes. We looked. Oh. Why, yes, you had an opportunity. We, yeah, I was going to make money. Okay. But don't come in and say you can't do it, though. That's all I'm worried about is you come in tomorrow and you go, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you're in, you're in. No, yeah. no, no. The training's going to help me do no it. No practicing. No what? training. You can't stop okay. me. From... Okay. Oh, okay, practice. no training. Yeah, I won't practice. <laughs> no, I, I'll take your word for it. Oh, you will? Yeah. Okay, okay. then we're not practicing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll try it tomorrow. Just don't come in and you can't back out. If you back out, you owe me double. Whoa, okay. Whoa. All right. Okay. That would be then it would be stupid to back out. Maybe That's prehydrate right. too, because your mouth is gonna be right. so dry. Right. Okay. Well, tomorrow. <laughs> Since we don't have that to do, I will now give you some big country music stories. Uh first, uh Mark Chestnut, the nuts back oh. in the news. Yes. Not really a yes. He got hit with the double whammy. He caught COVID-19 while recovering from back surgery. Oh, oh no. no. That's not how, good. How, oh, Why that's do I call it COVID-19? It just it says that Because there. it says it. I, I do know. that too. But it's still called that. But yeah, yeah. you're not who, wrong. Who calls it COVID-19 with their <laughs> no friends? No one. <laughs> um, his wife got it too. Oh, Here's what he wrote on Twitter. Just want to give everybody a little update. I'm currently on the mend for my back surgery, but while doing so, my wife Tracy and I tested positive for COVID. Mm. Thank you all for the continuous prayers. 
Eddie, did you cough a lot when you had COVID? Mm, yeah, but it was like a, it was just, it wasn't like a successful cough. It was just like a wheezy cough. Oh, I'm just imagining having back wheezy. surgery and trying to cough. <laughs> like that's painful. Yeah, right. Yeah. Luke Bryan announced the performers for his farm tour. Uh, Dylan Scott, the Peach Pickers, Whitney Duncan, DJ Rock. It'll be rolling in September 9th in Marshall, Wisconsin. They literally take over people's farms. I know. I Crazy. love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan and Shay's new album, Good Things, went gold the day it was released. It's never happened in country music before. So cool. The day it was released, the album went gold, which is a half a million units sold on that day. So congratulations to those guys. The Judds, Ray Charles, both going to the Country Music Hall of Fame. So my grandmother used to play Ray Charles' Modern Sounds of Country and Western Music Hmm. all the time. My mom was a big Judds fan. And so congratulations to them. Uh, Let's. How about... Mama, he's crazy. Mama, he's crazy. Crazy, oh. <laughs> I can't really hit where they hit. Oh, you're getting there. No, I really wasn't, though. Um, how about Grandpa? Oh, tell good. me about so the good. good old days. Really this might be my Daddy's favorite. Really yeah. But if you want to turn it up a little bit, you go. Hold on, I can't sing over another one. How about uh, Why Not Me? That's a that's the upbeat when they're going. Why not me? Oh, yeah. Why not me? Why not me? Love you cares away. Oh, baby, why not me? Bow, bow. Yeah. Why yeah. not me? Um, there you go. So, congratulations to them. Along with drummer Eddie Bayers and still guitarist Pete Drake, they are going into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And then George Strait has added four shows to his Straight to Vegas residency. Here's Amarillo by Morning. This is the most active retirement I've ever seen. The Cowboy's back. Hey, yeah. Like, he got us. <laughs> they did a DVD special. They toured. Cowboy rides away. No, Cowboy just rode to Vegas and uh, doing all the shows there now. Yeah. It's the good life. Dang. In a way, it's kind of re- still retirement-ish. I mean, if he really wanted to get us, he'd do them all in San Antonio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd just drive, do like Billy Joel does in New York. Just <laughs> drive cool. over. Mm-hmm. But George Strait's doing a few more shows there. <laughs> On the phone right now is Anita in Floxton, Georgia. What's happening? Uh, not much. How about y'all? Doing pretty good. What can we do for you? Um, I listen to you all the time. And this morning I heard you talking about in the um, Tell Me Something Good segment about a paramedic giving, helping this lady give birth to her little, little baby. Mm-hmm. And I have a cute story to tell you. Okay. My ex-husband um, was a paramedic. And his first job was in Broward County. Her first call he ever got was a woman in labor. So they rushed to the house to get her, and she's not ready. She's not ready to give birth, but they transport her to the hospital. He goes in with her, gets in the elevator, and as they're going up to the maternity ward, she's yelling, it's coming, it's coming, I can feel the head. And he sits down in front, stoops down in front of her and says, can you hold it? And I said, you did not. And he says, yeah. I said, what did she say to you? And he said, she looked at me and said, I'll try. And I said, didn't they teach you that in the in school, in the book? And he goes, no. It was, he, I said, didn't they teach you that in, school, in the paramedic school? He goes, no, it was all in books. I didn't know what to do, and I never want to do that again. <laughs> so did he have to do it? She couldn't hold it? You know, she well, but he got her up to the maternity ward, and they mm. rushed her in. He said he didn't have. He says, but it, the baby was crowning. <laughs> yeah. He said it was crowning, and I, he says I was starting to panic. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate him for saying, "Can you hold it?" 
Yeah. She didn't have to pee, Bones. She was giving a baby. Yeah. I don't know the difference, and I would have asked too, probably. Like, <laughs> hey, is there any chance you can hold this? Then someone that can do this a little better than I can. Yeah. But I don't know the difference. Maybe you can hold it. Some things you just can't hold. I've been there too. <laughs> hey, thank you for the call, Nita. I appreciate the appreciate you calling and sharing that story with us. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Uh, Kathleen Roberts, who is a medium, which is, you know, like a psychic, like in that world. I don't really know the difference in a medium and a psychic. Is that dead people? The medium, medium they talk to to others. Yes. Um, She says that she's being possessed by Michael Jackson. Mm. She says she's married to the ghost of Michael Jackson, but they don't do it. Okay. Roberts admits that her and Jackson's ghost have been married for several years and, quote, he doesn't seem interested in consummating their marriage. The medium added, he stays possessed in me. So, he loves cookies. He cusses a lot more than I expect. Oh. So does this give the medium more cred or less cred? Less. And, okay. and thinks people need to, she Depend- needs to be checked I out. I read this story and I go, medium, you're bonkers. But you can't prove she's lying. Right. It's right. like the people that go, well, you know what? There was a woman who's on OnlyFans, which is where you get naked. She's like, no, God told me to keep doing these videos, these, these OnlyFans videos. And I'm like, you're nuts. But you're running it for people that actually are moved for real by the whole. Sarah Palin, well, God told me I need to run for office. Just do, if God tells you, just do it. Just do it. There's no need to tell us that because we don't know who's telling the truth. We can't prove it either way. So you're saying just marry the spirit of Michael Jackson. And then just and live don't happily. Tell us. You don't have to tell us about it because we're going to think it. you're bonkers. Crazy. Nuts. <laughs> Not married to Michael Jackson's ghost? What's crazier, that story? Or a man has admitted to making uh, hundreds of calls because he had a, a foot fetish. It cost his business $28,000. Well, who is he calling? The foot fetish line. Somebody talks to you on the other end of the line about feet? What? Or what? Mm-hmm. To indulge in a uh, foot uh, foot fetish. Okay. I don't know, honestly, which one is crazy. 45 years old. He made more than 1,200 calls, costing NHS more than $28,000. Pretending to be an elderly woman, he would call handlers about their feet. PC David Quell said COVID admitted to making calls for his own enjoyment and personal benefit. Said he had a foot fetish. Hmm. Have you ever known anybody with a foot fetish? No. Oh, they stare not at no, Not known. I don't get feet. They're fine, meaning they're feet. It's like an elbow. Mm-hmm. Like a foot and an elbow, I see them and I go, well, that's a body part we need and here's why. Right. But, but I never look at a foot and go, drawn to mm, it. bite my lip. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. You know, there have been people, I've met people. I sat on an airplane with Rex Ryan, who was a uh, football coach and for the Jets. He and, likes feet? Mm-hmm. Hmm. According to the internet, some stuff that I read. That I read. I, right. I feel like he likes feet. I guess I haven't been around him. He told me that specifically, but I sat with him. Mm-hmm. There's that NASCAR driver that liked Amy's feet. Mm-hmm. Who is that again? Tony Stewart. Yeah. He did like my feet. He did. Mm-hmm. I were, I well, knew someone once that definitely liked feet, but it wasn't just my feet. It was everybody's feet. Well, most women's feet. E- anytime you're having a conversation with them and every woman would agree that this would happen and nice guy, not weird at all, but he would always look at your feet. Well, I would say I would remove that not weird at all. If he's I, not. If he's got he a wasn't. foot fetish. He's I mean, just looking at her feet though. He wasn't, but something yeah. was up, you know. I wonder why feet are the fetish and not ears mm-hmm. or elbow. like what about a foot because to me a foot is just an essential body part like why not chin mm-hmm. you know maybe because you see the chin well, all the time it's never hidden but the foot's but the not foot's, like a boob the that foot's you have in to a cover shoe up. most of the time if eh, you go to the beach yeah i just don't get the foot fetish yeah but, i don't know i'm just trying to make sense of it i don't know but also there might be a chin if, fetish 
Yeah, but what? it's not near as prevalent as a foot fetish okay. because we hear about there's there's a Wiki Feet, mm-hmm. which is Wikipedia oh, for really? famous people's feet that you go to, oh. and you can like look at their feet. People like people people like that stuff. And there are people right now who are listening to me tell the story that have foot fetish. They've never admitted it to other people, and they're like they're getting a little sweaty right now. <laughs> Maybe they're with their wife or their girlfriend. They're like, oh boy. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Lawrence, South Carolina. A 28-year-old man was arrested after he was doing tattoos at the local McDonald's. He was working his shift at McDonald's, <laughs> and people would come in, and he would give them tattoos. And videos surfaced on social media, and one of them was under 18, and police went and arrested him. Wait, that's why they arrested him? <laughs> I thought I think corporate would be, like, so mad about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they arrested him because he was tattooing someone underage, not just tattooing at McDonald's? Right. It huh. says because they were underage. Doesn't say anything about it because it's at McDonald's. But he was a worker at McDonald's. But No, I get it. I would just think there would be all kinds of it. Yeah, like I would think violations. the food people would be mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think the tattoo people would be mad. Like, there's got to be some sort of standard to get a tattoo license, too, right? I don't know. He was unlicensed. Oh, oh well, see. there you go. Then they can't. <laughs> you know that meme? Here you go. Uh, verbal meme where the guy points at his, he- his head and he go like, can't figure it out. You know what I'm talking about? No. No, Mike no. does. He's like, yeah, can't get my license taken away if I don't have one. Oh. That's right. <laughs> I right. mean, that's true. Is that it, Lunchbox? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> On the phone right now is Hunter in Farmington, Arkansas. Hunter, what's going on? Good morning. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. What can I help you with? I wanted to wish my gorgeous friend, Susan Carnahan, a happy birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Susan. Cool. How long have you been married? We've been married for 10 years. This is our 10 year anniversary month, as a matter of fact. Oh, what? wow. And what's your big advice to me on marriage? Uh, communication. Mm. Communication, communication. That feels like a generic piece of advice, though. I would, I would... Advise anyone on that. Your work people, your buddies, yeah, your wives. I mean, it is important, your though. dog. But you know what? I'll put that in my pocket. Communication. <laughs> hey, congratulations on 10 years and happy birthday to Susan. What do you do for a living, Hunter? Thanks. I'm a sergeant over the SRO program in LP. Oh, you're, you're a police officer? I am, yes. Do you have that big screen in your car? I do have a big computer screen in my car. Are you able to play games on that thing? <laughs> I do not, but I'm sure it connects to the internet, so I guess I could. <laughs> so if you wanted to, and you're, you're sitting there and you have a break, you could actually maybe pull up a couple games while you're sitting there. Yeah, oh. that's true, yeah. <laughs> okay. You would think it would block it. Like on at schools, they block kids' computers are going to certain things. You think they'd block that. But they're adults. They're police officers. I'm glad it doesn't block it. Sometimes you just need some Candy Crush. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Hunter, appreciate what you do. Happy birthday to your wife. Thank you for calling. Thank you, sir. You All have right. a great day. See hey. you later. Good morning, Joe. Morning. Morning. That was weird. Yeah, something. I've never had a hand <laughs> one of those before. Samsung just had their Unpacked event, and they announced some fantastic new devices that are seriously blowing people's minds. Something that I noticed was the foldable phones, which is pretty crazy. Samsung is the leader in innovation. First, there's the new Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G. It folds into a sleek phone, unfolds into a slim tablet, it has two screens that are perfect for multitasking, so you can really multitask big time. Um, you can be on TikTok if you want, and then on a screen checking emails for the, the other, which is pretty crazy. They also have the ultra-compact Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G. Flashy design, cool eye-catching colors. Remember old flip phones? Well, this is a classic reimagine. It flips closed. It can fit perfectly in your pocket, right in the palm of your hand as well. So the takeaway is both phones flip, flex, 
and can stand on their own, so you'll be able to take hands-free selfies, group shots, or videos. You can pre-order your Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G and the Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G today and get $200 in Samsung.com credit. Valid through August 26 while supplies last at select retailers. See additional terms and conditions at Samsung.com. That's it for today. All right, thank you guys. Amy and I are heading to client meetings here in the building. We will see you guys tomorrow. Goodbye, friends. (laughs) 